Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And here on the Newsreel, we stay up to date on all the latest movie and TV news. But before we get into some of those stuff, let's go into our question of the day, which is going to be, what movie are you most anticipating for 2022? Ken, you want to take this first? Yeah, I mean, um, and I just wanted to remind everyone that last week we did most anticipated TV show mm-hmm. for 2022. And so, and we did a t- really a, just a TV episode last week. We decided, spoiler warning, we decided to kind of switch things up and completely do a 180, do all movies today. So a little bit of a spoiler for this episode. Uh, but uh, to answer the question of the day, I feel like this is a little bit like deja vu because I feel like I've answered this question before. I think it was uh, framed a little bit differently, and I feel like the answer that I shared should have should have been Top Gun, Maverick. But in the interest of this podcast, this particular episode, I decided to switch things up and say something completely different. What? Yeah, I know, right? Something completely different than Top Gun, Maverick. And so the movie that I'm anticipating most in 2022 is... Mission Impossible 7. <laughs> really? Ah, oh, dude. Okay, so look, here's the thing, though. I was about to say that. <laughs> Damn it. Because I'm pretty sure we were thinking the same thing. Yeah. Dang. All right, yeah. Go, list your reasoning first, since you, since you were able to go first. Well, I mean, it's really, it's just simple. Um I mean, unlike the fran- <laughs> the fast franchise that we like to shit on all the time, I Which feel like easy to. Yeah, I know it's so easy. It's like lo- <laughs> low hanging fruit, um, and I don't mind actually picking at it. So uh, I don't know. I feel like the Mission Impossible franchise just keeps for me getting better and better. It's like basically the exact opposite of the fast franchise. And dude, even though Fallout was probably the worst title because it was kind of generic. Yeah, I feel like it was arguably the best of the uh, of the franchise, and I'm like, what the heck? So I don't know. I'm just kind of curious to see what kind of stunt Tom Cruise actually does, because you know he does his own stunts. Yeah, I mean, there's this one that they took on set where he's like on a motorcycle doing like a, a like there's this huge ramp over a canyon or something. But I was like, does that really beat the halo jump that he did in Fallout? Not really. No, no, but. That's- you know what? Just the fact that it's it's him doing it, it's still going to be pretty nuts. And, I mean, how old is he now, Tom? I want to say, like, 59. Oh, shoot. That's why I want to guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 60 by the time this movie comes out. Yeah. Oh, man. But, um, I you know what? I, I, I completely forgot to check when the uh, estimated date. release date is. What what was it? Uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, so according to Google, it's about uh, September 30, 2022. Huh? Okay. Hmm. That would put it right around season five. <laughs> true. That is wink, true. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know that whenever this movie comes out, we're, we are going to be talking about it, whether yes, it's good are. or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I guess in the interest of uh, saying something different, uh, I guess, man, we keep talking about this, like, I don't know. I think we're just hanging around too much. I think we're having, we're on the same cycle. Uh, it's kind of weird to say because, you know, we're dudes, but we're on the same movie cycle. We like the same stuff. We're anticipating the same stuff. Uh, but in the interest of saying a, a different movie, I am 
looking forward to the Batman the second most. Well, not counting Maverick. But. Dude, that's how I was gonna say. I was gonna say, Damn was, it. if you mentioned <laughs> Mission Impossible Seven, I was gonna say, oh, the Batman. <laughs> so, but we, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that some other time. Maybe maybe later this episode. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. One movie though that I keep seeing in like theaters or uh, trailers, I should say, in theaters is Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, the Michael Bay movie. I'm like mm. that looks very Michael Bay. So hopefully it's it's. It's the good Michael Bay movie. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? There was this one movie that I just remembered. Uh, I just got to quickly look it up because I know that we talked about it uh, on a recent episode of the newsreel. And I do want to just mention this because it's uh, something that I'm weirdly looking forward to. So it might be in my top, easily top 10, but kind of creeping up on top five most anticipated the unbearable weight of massive talent <laughs> yes yeah I, I i don't remember when it's i think april yeah so next, it's, it's coming up um in april i think you're Ooh. you are correct so uh, i'm strangely looking forward to that it could be a horrible horrible movie but i feel like eventually it'll be one of those either cult classics or a guilty pleasure movie that i'll enjoy even though it's really bad yeah, as long as it's not middling, that will be fine. Because if it's so bad that it's good, because it's Nicolas Cage, or it can just be good. So it's yeah. I feel like there's no downside to that movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just want to like every so often, you know, like I re- if I randomly see something on, especially social media, because I know Jeremy doesn't really like to go on social media too much i'll (laughs) i'll randomly send them funny memes and uh do you want to share uh one related to that uh to nicholas cage that i uh sent to you uh recently what was it recently oh well it was uh uh, one um, from i want to say it was from the ringer it was basically all the moods of nicholas cage it was just (laughs) all the facial all the days of the week right yeah something like that or yeah facial expressions like which one are you today or something like that yeah that there you go that's what i was was. like (laughs) i was like yes all of them (laughs) yes at all different times Times of of day (laughs) just as i would expect nicholas cage to be as well exactly exactly uh, let's jump into our movie topic for the day. And here on the newsreel, I am known as the movie guy. And like, spoiler alert, Ken said he also has a movie topic. But <laughs> let, me, let me go first, Ken. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so we got news that John Watts, the director of Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, No Way Home, and Far From Home. I guess I got them all wrong orders, but it's fine. <laughs> the, the Home series, I guess. Yes. Um, that director, John Watts, will be looking to direct the next Final Destination movie. And obviously, we haven't gotten a Final Destination movie in a while. And I think there's a good reason for it because, you know, the last few <laughs> were sucked, you know? Yeah, and plus uh, there's been five to date because I think I, if I read this correctly and saw this, he he's wanting to revive it, right? But for a sixth one, I was like, "Oh shit, there's yeah, six. I would <laughs> or assume five, like I mean? it's like yeah, I was like, "There's five already." <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly, he has his own style, and it's kind of interesting that he's 
not really branching out away too much from like the high, I would assume final destination. It's always about like high schoolers getting into the wrong situations and ultimately meeting a fatal demise, right? So right. that's what Final Destination always is. And the latest project that he's directed, Spider Man, of course. And it's in high know, school. In high school. And yeah, so I want to ask you, do you think he's actually a good choice to do Final Destination? Because you can't do Final Destination right unless it's like rated R. I think he he, he could do a pretty good job. I mean, uh, with No Way Home, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was me just tempering my expectations and the fact that it's it was done on such a large scale. And yeah, he had, uh, I, I would imagine, a crap ton of input from like Kevin Feige and all the... Uh, people from uh, Marvel Studios and obviously Sony and everything and, and what they were trying to accomplish in both the MCU and the Sonyverse. So, but he was able to pull it off in, in spades. I mean, I feel like everyone, I don't think I really have seen people hate on the movie at all. I mean, if mm-hmm. if, if I do see someone saying, oh, it's, it was all right. I feel like they're just doing it to be different, just just to be different, you know? Uh, but <laughs> that's true or or you know they're not really too invested in either universe uh but i think if if it really will be a fresh reboot i feel like he can do a really good job with it i personally uh, am eh, i'm not really too much of a fan of final destination so even if it is really good i don't know if i would actually see it right away or unless i was dragged to it because <laughs> i obviously haven't seen any of the first five um, to be honest, only because I'm not really too familiar with Fantastic Four. I'm actually more looking forward to seeing how, you know, and it's not even announced yet, how his interpretation of uh, the new Fantastic Four would ultimately look like. That's true, because I would also like to see him. I feel like he's a, a director that does pretty well with ensembles, like ensemble cast, like the chemistry between uh, Peter, MJ, and Ned, I think were really good. Yeah. Uh, especially in the first movie uh, with Peter and Ned in there. And obviously that that's, I hope, hopefully that translates into Fantastic Four as well. But that's what, in a way, Final Destination is, like you can't really l- get too invested with the characters just because... <laughs> they'll most likely die yeah yeah it's built in (laughs) to that whatever that genre is right yeah it's like they have to be unlikable so that when they die you don't feel too bad right it'll it'll almost be like cathartic if you have uh characters that you hate and like it's kind of like uh spoiler alert for game of thrones even though completely different genre, when Joffrey dies, it's like, ah, he dies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. That's basically the whole point of those movies and how creative they can get with like, it's, it's like a spin of the horror genre in a way, Mm -hmm. but it's like the final destination. It's like, it's like random stuff happening. Yeah. Random stuff. Uh, It almost feels like kind of a reality show, but um, (laughs) you know, obviously it's scripted uh, because you know, who gets eliminated or, but when we say eliminated, like literally eliminated for life Mm -hmm. from life, (laughs) like, like squid game. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like squid game. Um, But I don't know. Um, I feel like if it were, 
uh, I guess what Final Destination is that Warner? I'm I don't even know. I don't. Well, anyway, I, I it, see it, something like that. Yeah, if if it's one of those where it's gonna be released, maybe similar. If if it is like an HBO Max thing, um, I don't know if you saw that the Batman. Uh, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be in theaters for like forty five days or something like that, and then to HBO Max, which is actually much shorter than it usually is. If it mm. kind of does that, and I, I might just wait in, in, until it's streaming. I don't know if I'll actually go out of my way to watch it in theaters. Yeah, a Final Destinations like that, not the Batman, not the Batman. Obviously, obviously. Sorry. Yes. Thanks for clarifying for Final <laughs> Destination. <laughs> So, uh, again, spoiler. Uh, I mean, we, we spoiled this already, this episode. I alluded to it. Jeremy alluded to it. I am normally the TV guy, but, I mean, last week we did a TV-centric episode, 100% TV. We felt like we wanted to balance the scales out and do, uh, like, a full movie uh, episode. And we've mentioned The Batman a couple times. And today, uh, recording this on the 12th of January, it is officially the Batman is officially going to be rated PG thirteen. Mm. So my question is really a simple one, Jeremy. Which would you have preferred? Would you have preferred a uh, a theatrical release of the Batman as a rated R movie, or would you prefer that to be PG thirteen, where it ultimately ended up? Ooh, I feel like, especially with Batman. I don't think Batman necessarily needs to be rated R, but especially with the tone of this movie, made me question it because it does remind me a lot of the movie like Seven, right? Where it's serial killers and Batman himself doesn't have to do anything necessarily rated R. You don't have to show anything too graphic for Batman. It's the villain that basically would push the movie's rating over the edge. And so I think with the Riddler, the way they're showing the Riddler in this movie, I feel like they could have done rated R. But personally, I don't think I mind it being PG-13 because I think they could still get away with um, quite a bit of stuff if they edit it right, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree 100% with what you said, but I will mention that well, I, I feel like the PG-13 decision was a monetary one, just so yeah, that we true. get um, as many people in the theaters as, as possible. I would have liked to, to have seen it rated R, though, just because it's different. We haven't seen a, um, a theatrical release where a Batman film has come out rated R. I would have loved just to see it at mm. least one time and to see how different that would be, especially since this is now our fourth iteration i mean well technically it's what we got burton we got schumacher we got uh nolan and then uh a little uh, a little known guy uh zach snyder have you heard of him no not really <laughs> is, is that like 20 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah and, and so um it would have been interesting for mm-hmm. you know matt reeves um debut uh you know batman film to be one where it's a little bit different Especially since, you know, I feel like a lot of the uh, the animated stuff can be more adult, um, more, basically more adult content-like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they, 
if this does well, I wouldn't be surprised if that like if they think about having it rated R for a sequel, possibly if the story's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think having if it is well, most likely they're planning having more movies because it is a superhero. Uh, I think it being PG thirteen, you get the whole group of people in first, mm-hmm. and then by then you already have that group of of people that are confident in the movie hopefully and then maybe you can have a rated r be just because like 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 logan or something uh that didn't necessarily have to be rated r but obviously wolverine's powers kind of lend to that yep. but there was such a fandom for that character already that you know people are going to go watch him and he's a fan favorite uh personally i think i would like to see it uh, uh, the Batman in rated R just personally because I saw the, the a sign in the movie theater saying, oh, after 6 p.m., uh, parents won't be able to allow children over six years old uh, into rated R movies. I'm like, yes. No one Dude. will be crying. <laughs> you don't want the movie? <laughs> yeah, like at the Matrix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There were just crying babies in Matrix Resurrections. So... That would be nice. magnet to this sort of thing. <laughs> I know it sucks. People just like throwing up everywhere too. I guess in F nine, it's like they felt so sick of the movie that they literally threw up next to me. Oh shoot! You know, uh, Jeremy. I, you know, I actually have this theory that I mean, it, it's kind of weird that they actually it, it actually made news that it's like, oh, the Batman is officially rated PG thirteen even though we've actually have seen, you know, trailer footage or whatever, where it's like super dark, you know, some of the, uh, the themes and everything. I feel like they basically did everything they could, you know, they, they did everything that they could do where it's basically, um, the highest rated PG 13, you know, like they just snuck it in there. Mm -hmm. And so I have this theory that because, and I, I mentioned it in the earlier topic that, after about 45 days of, uh, you know, just strictly being in theaters, because, you know, obviously they want to maximize uh, the box office. I feel like maybe it might be setting it up where maybe when it gets to HBO Max, there'll be more of a director's cut where mm. it'll be like all the footage where, you know, I feel like especially with DC uh, content, they're going to add more stuff that will actually push it to a rated R. That's possible. I think that could happen just because I don't, does this happen anymore? Cause I know that at least in the early two thousands, they, they always had like the unrated version, yes. you know? Yeah. And I would it's like been to a while. see that. Yeah. Like in theaters, you get the theatrical version, but let's say on a streaming service or like they used to do like, 20 years ago is when you buy the dvd there there's a unrated version that you can buy it's not necessarily you don't miss out anything from the theatrical version you just get added like graphic stuff pretty much like extra violence extra blood or whatever uh just a little more adult visuals pretty much uh but i would like to see them do that for like hbo max or something yeah, actually, I, I kind of want it to be similar to the what was what do they call what do they call Batman versus Superman the um, 
Oh, Ultimate Ultimate Edition. Edition. Yeah, I hope they do some sort of director's cut where I don't know if they'll call it the Ultimate Edition for the Batman, but I want to see it where it ends up pushing it to a rated R. Um, there may be even like a little bit more connective tissue for stuff that they couldn't really show uh, where it would have taken away their PG-13 uh, rating. You know what I mean? Mm, I, I can kind of see that. Uh, but at the same time, I don't really like the idea of it too much where it's where it feels like they could have added because I, I would rather have them just make one good cut of the movie where it's just like everything's explained rather than Batman. You know, we, we talked about this endlessly <laughs> offline about the ultimate edition versus theatrical version of Batman versus Superman. Right. Um, Cause that just, that's almost a sign to me that the, the studio versus the director's vision did not line up and but they had like, they had to chop up everything in post. Whereas Unless they, uh, or hopefully, I'm hoping for the Batman, they just shot everything that they wanted and then released everything. That's, All I'll say is Warner it. Brothers. Warner Brothers gonna Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. It, one can only dream, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like they, uh, it's, I'm hoping that they learn from past mistakes with the whole Snyderverse and everything, and they believe uh, in Matt Reeves's vision because i mean obviously it's got it's got its own window where i don't think it's going to be going up against anything and i think it's going to make a lot of money uh for those especially first couple of months because uh, i feel like the next big release isn't what um that nicholas cage movie that we keep talking about i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah the unbearable weight of massive talent yeah Yeah. um the thing is though obviously there's uh the world is kind of in a a frenzy so that's one thing that could also possibly delay the batman mm, i hope not I and hope i not. and i guess the thing that gives me a little bit of hope is well i mean there was like news from europe about how they're probably going to reduce i mean just because these variants are i guess hopefully getting like milder and milder with the uh the variants and but we're, this is not that type of podcast but yeah. hopefully it'll basically the pandemic will be like eased up I, I know more people are actually getting covid now but i feel like it's not as fatal as it used to be but yeah that's another con- <laughs> conversation for a different type of podcast yeah it's just i hope batman doesn't get pushed because yeah. i want to watch the batman i thought it was coming out in 2021 mm-hmm. wait didn't when did they release the first trailer it was, was that last 20 20- 20 uh, was it oh oh with the um yeah it was late 2020 when the, with the uh the the extreme teaser it was just mm-hmm. like uh what bat uh batman oh, wait no i did say batman uh robert pattinson <laughs> yeah as batman <laughs> i was like wait a minute that does not, that's not yeah, right robert pattinson <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean i i keep wanting to say batfleck and then Pattinson. <laughs> yeah but yeah um yeah we did see that trailer at the end of that teaser like what was it for dc fandom right yeah dc fandom and then i just remember it said 2021 at the very end i'm like all right here we go and then obviously not so yeah well at least it's first quarter 2022 <laughs> hopefully still <laughs> so uh what are we going to be watching on our main show the weekly reel uh next week on monday 
Yeah, well, for this coming Monday, and that will be Janu- starting January 17th, I should say, on our main show, we are checking out one of my guilty pleasure movies with another Nicholas Sparks film uh, adata- adaptation with the 2002 film A Walk to Remember, starring Shane West and Mandy Moore. And so uh, before uh, this coming week, Jeremy had not seen it. It was mm-hmm. something that I was very... Um, I was excited to share it with Jeremy just because, you know, I've gotten a chance to know like kind of what kind of movies he likes and what kind of gravitates towards uh, toward except, you know, other than Arnold Schwartz, Schwarzenegger or, or, <laughs> or any one of those movies. Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta mention at least once a week. Exactly. We gotta. We got it. It's our running uh, running gag. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was really pumped to share this movie with Jeremy. Uh, I'm really excited to f- to know if he liked it or not, and so you'll definitely have to find out uh, on Monday when I also find out. And so, yeah, build that anticipation together. Yeah, because this is our second Nicholas Sparks movie, right? Because the first one was The Notebook. <laughs> the Notebook, yeah. <laughs> Another right. guilty pleasure movie of mine. <laughs> and so, yep, not afraid to mention it because that's why we do this podcast. And uh, one last note on A Walk to Remember. If you want to, uh, I guess, rewatch it if you, haven't seen, uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, or if you just straight up haven't seen it in general, definitely stream it before the podcast comes out on the 17th. It is now streaming out on um, HBO Max. Hey, no, yeah, not sponsored by HBO Max, but that's where we're going to watch it so, or rewatch it. Yes. So rewatch for me. I'm ex- I was definitely excited to rewatch this movie. <laughs> it was just another excuse to watch it. Oh, and shoot. yeah, I didn't know what to expect. And I'll let you know all my thoughts on Monday. So Ken, if they want to follow us on the social medias, where can they follow us? Yeah. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook. I don't know why I said Facebook first. Let's just, let's start that part over. It's really Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook in order of importance. Sorry, Facebookers. Eh, just I'm not really on there. Uh, but uh, it's at Weekly Real across the board. I'm just kidding. Facebook, we love you uh, because you... Um, You're always listening. That's why. Yeah, Facebook, you are listening. And you know what? We like it when you listen to like us because you know that's more ears on our podcast. So we, we love <laughs> Facebook. That and uh, yeah, just we always like to kind of uh, keep things uh, up to date on there. Um, and then, so if you want to check out anything related to a walk to remember, definitely check out uh, all of our social media accounts at Weekly Real. For sure, yeah. Next week we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk more about um, movies and TV topics. Uh, but if you want to see us sooner, go check us out on the Walk to Remember episode on Monday. But until then, we'll see you guys next time on the Real. <laughs> <laughs>